0: Here we go, Steeler Nation. You know what time it is. It is time for another episode of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. I'm your host, Jeremy Betts, and we're going to dive in to the final position in fantasy football that we are going to cover on the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. That is defense and special teams units. For your fantasy team all right we've got a lot to cover with this more than you would think Um, I'm going to go really deep into how to choose a good defense especially if you are one who likes to grab them a couple rounds earlier than the norm so you can get a more consistent one we'll go over how you can find the most consistent defense special teams units for your fantasy team and we'll go through my rankings of the top 10 as well so you have an idea of who to covet with your picks. Before we get into all that, though, I do have some news that I do want to hit because it is fantasy football related. First up, the bad news. We'll start with the bad news. We're going to talk about Travis Etienne, likely out for the season. The Jaguars' first round pick, the second running back taken off the board after the great Najee Harris, Travis Etienne had uh, a Lisfranc Frank injury. I believe it was his right foot. I don't. I don't remember cr- for sure. Uh, you can correct me on that if I'm wrong. But he does have an apparent injury that's going to require surgery and could keep him out for at least twelve weeks. And they are concerned that it could linger past that as well. So it's looking like he's going to be done for the 2021 season bad news for Travis Etienne and his fantasy owners uh, especially dynasty owners that were hoping to get a glimpse of his abilities this year but a great opportunity for James Robinson fantasy owners or potential drafters here in the next couple days and weeks James Robinson Robinson's stock has gone way up In just a few short hours because of this, one of the guys that was going to cut into his workload is no longer there. You can probably rely on him to even get a few more pass-catching downs uh, in this offense now. Carlos Hyde is still there. He's going to take some reps from James Robinson, but I do not see that being a 50-50 split on the offensive side. Robinson proved to be too good last year, and Carlos Hyde – has uh, come and gone as a starting caliber running back in this league. Good depth, but ETN's misfortune has become James Robinson's opportunity, as Mike Tomlin would say. And uh, I, for one, think this, this will clear up that backfield a little bit more. We do wish... Travis, a 100% recovery. He's a dynamic player, and I would love to see what he can bring in fantasy circles in the future. Good luck to him in his recovery. Uh, The second thing I would like to talk about, some news, is uh, quarterback position, Carson Wentz. Uh, Reports are that he is way ahead of schedule. The original 5-12 to week um, prognostics are false. As it would appear, he is taking first-team reps in practice, and it looks like he should be ready to start week one for your fantasy teams. Keep an eye on that. Uh, It could change, obviously, with the injuries that he has sustained in training camp. It does appear that there could arise some complications, potentially. But as it sits now, he is the likely starter for this team come week one for the Colts. So keep him in mind, if you have already drafted him and we're stashing him on your bench, you can look to him as potentially being your starter again. If you dropped him like a certain someone in the behind-the-steel-curtain fantasy league did um, and you are a manager looking for a quarterback like I was, uh, you can go ahead and pick up a Carson Wentz. That's a shout out to Andrew Wilbar, who uh, unfortunately panicked a little bit, I think. And uh, I am the uh, benefactor of, or beneficiary. Sorry, he's the benefactor. I am the beneficiary of that uh, jumping of ship on Carson Wentz. So. Um, That is the news. Um, Other than that, I just wanted to call attention to Steelers players. uh, Steelers fantasy players are relatively healthy going into the final preseason game and looking to be all available, at least for the start of week one. That includes Chase Claypool, who uh, had a a slight sprain in his ankle um, coming off of a practice. So I, I... am excited to hear that Steelers players healthy. That is good for the Steelers and for Steelers players fantasy managers. So that is the news. Let's jump into the defensive units. Let's get defensive here on the Steelers fantasy football fix. Defense and special teams units are the most inconsistent fantasy contributors that you will have on your team. And that is not because there aren't good defenses that is because on a week-to-week basis, anything can happen. There can be multiple turnovers in a game that shoot a team's score way up. There can be uh, no turnovers in a game, uh, but you're, that defense still played well and you won't have as many points. So, you know, it's it's really inconsistent. It's hard to tell. So that is why most fantasy managers will wait till the last pick or the next-to-last pick to draft a defense. Sometimes I like to jump out a little bit ahead of that, maybe around early, um, just to try to get one of the top ones, one of the more consistent ones. Let's talk about how you can find a consistent defense. That, that is really what is the key to this. And you can find consistent defenses even outside the top five, six, or seven defenses uh, that can provide huge value to your team going forward. But let's get started. When you're looking at defenses – and how to rank them. You're looking for teams that have a high floor, and teams that have a high floor typically have a top-level pass rush. All right, Teams with a good pass rush are going to have a higher floor than a team that does not. Um, sacks are points in fantasy football most of the time you get one point for a sack some some leagues you'll get 1.5 or even two points for a sack so those can turn the tide of a fantasy matchup just like that you know the sacks are a big part of what gets fantasy points for a defense special teams unit so look for teams with a high floor and those are going to be the teams that have a good consistent pass rush All right, and then uh, to level up on that, you want to find teams that have a good pass rush that also can create turnovers. Teams that add turnover value are going to be the higher-scoring fantasy teams on a more regular basis, all right? So you've got your high floor because you've got a pass rush. Now, if you can find a defensive unit that also, on top of that, adds solid secondary play that creates turnovers – um, then you are adding insult to injury for the other team and adding points and value to your defensive unit. And finally, the third thing you want to look for to get the top, a top-level defense special teams unit is a defense that will hold the opponents to lower point totals on a more regular basis teams with suffocating defenses. Okay. That can also contribute to our higher floor, uh, but it's not going to quite as much. If you can combine all three of those, I think there are probably five defenses. I'm thinking of five defenses that can combine all of those into a, into one effective unit that is going to make them higher draft picks. And they are actually my one through five rankings for fantasy football defenses. So let's look at those rankings. Um, Number one, Yins know who I'm going to talk about. That's right. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are my number one defense special teams unit for the 2021 season. They have the best pass rush in the league, they have a secondary and a linebacker core that creates havoc and creates turnovers. And they have the ability to hold teams to low point totals on a regular basis. Uh, we saw that especially early on last year before some key injuries hit the defense, but that was a huge part of their defensive success and why they were the top-scoring defense uh, for so long during that, the regular season last year. They are my number one defense special teams unit, and they do get decent special teams play as well. They're not going to give up scores, um, and then they're, they can t- – create turnovers on special teams. They have the abilities with Ray Ray McLeod and potentially Matthew Sexton. If he can continue making a push for the roster to uh, get some good returns in the punt game and the kick return game. So keep an eye on the special teams being a contributing factor for this team as well. The number one DST for 2021 is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number two, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Great pass rush led by Aaron Donald, great secondary led by Jalen Ramsey, that they're very similar to the Pittsburgh Steelers in that they can create on all three of those levels that we talked about points for your fantasy football team. Good pass rush, great turnover production, and they will hold teams to fewer points on a regular basis. Number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, what a, from top to bottom, fantastic defensive unit. Shut down corners, top-of-the-line linebackers, great pass rush. They're going to be a top-level defense again this year, barring major injuries, and ride with the Buccaneers as the number three DST for 2021. Number four, I have ranked a little higher than some of your uh, more standard outlets would. I have the Washington football team. I love what they can do up front with Chase Young and Montez Sweat and they have a solid, if not spectacular, secondary and linebacker core. So maybe they lose a little bit in the turnover creation margin, but the pass rush sets a really high floor for them. I like Washington in my top five. And then rounding out my top five is the Denver Broncos. Again, they I have them a little higher too because I think they add all three of these areas where you want to find a good defense. They have a great pass rush led by hopefully a healthy – Von Miller, who comes back to team up with Bradley Chubb to make a very effective pass rushing unit. I love their pass rush, and I love that secondary. Justin Simmons and uh, newly acquired draft pick Patrick Sertain, I think, uh, to go along with some of their other pieces that are already in place, that becomes a top level secondary a shutdown secondary. They're going to hold teams to fewer points they're going to get turnovers. The Broncos are a defense that if you can if you can grab them because they're they're lower ranked a, across the board in most outlets you can typically get them with your last pick, um, especially if you get earlier in that last round. go snag the Broncos and feel good about it. Number six, just outside the top five, the Baltimore Ravens. They're lacking in the pass rush department, but they can create bucos of turnovers with that secondary. So uh, keep them in mind, top-level defense. The 49ers I have at number seven, uh, great pass rush there, but maybe not necessarily a turnover machine type team. So that limits their ceiling a little bit. The Buffalo Bills, I don't like their pass rush. But they can hold teams to lower points, and they do have a good secondary uh, in the back end as well. So you can kind of see a theme with these uh, outside the top five. One of their um, areas that we talked about wanting to have is lacking. So um, it's either pass rush or turnover production, really the the main two. uh, They're lacking in one of those areas. Uh, number nine, just after the Bills, I have the Patriots. They could jump up the rankings. Um, I don't like what I saw last year, but they have a lot of pieces coming back. So the Patriots could uh, could be a really good defensive steal uh, in fantasy football this year. They have a great secondary uh, as long as things with Stephon Gilmore get sorted out. Um, J.C. Jackson on the other side is a fantastic corner as well, and they're getting uh, Dante Hightower back in the middle. They're going to have a stout defense, and they're going their pass rush probably is lacking a little bit as well. Um, but Matthew Judon hopefully figures for that defense to uh, to change that a little bit. So keep them in mind as a top level defense. And then the Colts, they're just solid all around. They're not going to be a great pass rush team. They're not going to create. Uh, a ton of turnovers, but they're going to be solid. They're going to hold teams to fewer points. They're going to be a more consistent defense than some of the lower end units. Finally, before we go on our break, uh, let's I wanted to hit you up with uh, uh, three streamers. Uh, again, streaming is where you don't necessarily uh, have a starting caliber, Defense for every week. You switch them out based on matchup and uh, based on just how they're doing throughout the season. These are my three streamers to start the season to keep an eye on. The Minnesota Vikings, I think they could bounce back from last year and have a good year. daniel Hunter's still there, and uh, they just uh, brought back Everson Griffin after a stint with the Cowboys and I think one other team as well. Uh, and they combined him and Hunter for a formidable pass rush duo in the past, they can potentially do so again. And I think that secondary will bounce back from a really bad year to last year. So uh, keep the Vikings uh, on your radar as a great streamer option. My uh, second option is the Los Angeles chargers. They're going to have a great pass rush, I think with Joey Bosa. Uh, and if Derwin James comes back super healthy and Plays like we have seen him play. This defense could jump up the rankings as well. They're just outside my top 10, but I really like them for streaming early On in the season, and then I like the Cleveland Browns uh, options for streaming as well when they are playing teams not named the Kansas City Chiefs, like they are to start uh, Week One. So I wouldn't start them Week One, but uh, against some uh, lesser teams down the road, I think that they will be a fantastic streaming option and may develop into a starting unit for the remainder of the year at some point as well. All right, that is it for the first half. After the break, we're going to jump into individual defensive player style leagues idp leagues guys you want to target for that so don't go anywhere we'll be right back with more steelers fantasy football fit Welcome back to the second half of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. Guys, I can't believe that this is already the fifth episode of this new podcast. Forgot to mention early or at the start of the show that this is a podcast brought to you by the good people of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It is the one stop shop for Steelers fans for all your Steelers information. We've got podcasts, so many podcasts multiple podcasts every day of the week and articles and film studies and anything you can think of on the online format as well. So definitely don't forget to go to behindthesteelcurtain.com for even more content about the greatest team in football, the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, IDP. What is IDP? Individual defensive player. It's a different format, it's not a standard format, so Many of you may not have even tried this before, but it is fun. It's a neat way to incorporate individual players from the defensive side of the ball, as the name would indicate, uh, to your fantasy team uh, that can provide a boost for your fantasy production. So, um, typically, in on most platforms, the the defensive players are broken up into three categories, and typically your your League manager, um, your league commissioner, will choose one of these three. Sometimes you can do a flex one as well that combines all three. But the three categories are defensive line, which consists mostly of pass rushers. It should be labeled the pass rusher category because guys that are labeled as outside linebackers like TJ Watt are listed in the defensive line category category. Uh, because they're edge rushers, so defensive line mostly pass rushers. Uh, linebacker, uh, when you see that, that is off ball linebackers. Okay, so uh, tackling machines and guys like that; those are who you're looking for. Guys in the middle of the field, like a Devin Bush or a Joe Schobert. Um And then the third category is defensive back, cornerbacks and safeties. Your Joe Hayden's and your Mika Fitzpatrick's; those types of players. That is the third category for idp leagues all right and like i said some leagues do flex uh where you can pick one from any of those categories to be your starting uh individual defensive player for your team so i'm just going to go through some of these rankings here Uh, my defensive or individual defensive player rankings starting with the defensive line or pass rushers my top five starting with you guessed it T.J. Watt, who else could it be? He is the most dominant pass rusher off the edge in the NFL right now. Sorry, Browns fans. Sorry, uh, Washington football team fans and Chargers fans. Whoever you think you've got the the top guy, uh, Miles Garrett or Chase Young, guys like that. T.J. Watt is the premier pass rusher in football. Should have been defensive player of the year for two years in a row now, but we're not going to go there. T.J. Watt is your top dog on the defensive line slash pass rusher grouping. Uh, Second, after that, I do have Miles Garrett. He's going to be a tough stop this year for offensive lines, especially if Jadavian Clowney can provide any type of help on the opposite end, more like Olivier uh, Olivier Vernon did uh, a few years ago for that team. I like Chase Young at number three. Joey Bosa at number four and his brother, Nick Bosa at number five. There are some other really good options there. Aaron Donald does fall into this category. Uh, you're looking for sacks with him. He's not going to get as many tackles as some of these other guys will. So keep that in mind. Um, tackles do, uh, count in the point totals for individual defensive players along with sacks, turnovers, uh, touchdowns, some of your standard, uh, point getters for fantasy football. Um, My top five off-ball linebackers for that group, number one is Darius Leonard from the Indianapolis Colts, just a fantastic all-around player, well-deserving of his contract, one of the best linebackers in the league. I like Roquan Roquan Smith from the Chicago Bears, And number two. He's going to just soak up a lot of tackles. That's what you're looking for with off-ball linebackers. Soak up a ton of tackles. He's an athletic middle linebacker that's going to take down many a ball carrier in 2021. I like Devin White from the Buccaneers as my number three player in the linebacker group all over the field, sideline to sideline. He's uh, got more opportunities probably than the other two guys for interceptions and big plays and takeaways um, to add to your score there. He could really be the number one player in this category by the end of the year. Bobby Wagner is a tackling machine, the best linebacker for so many years now in the NFL, he's the gold standard. He should be in your top five. And then number five, I have Fred Warner because of his coverage ability. He's going to get a lot of tackles still. for the. He's for the 49ers. I'm sorry, I did not mention that. Uh, Fred Warner, he uh, also covers so well and is one of the better res- catching linebackers in the league. So he's going to catch a lot of interceptions as well from that linebacker spot. And then my top five defensive backs – Uh, Number one, like you'll find most places, is Jamal Adams from the Seattle Seahawks. And really that's because he gets up on the line of scrimmage and plays like a linebacker a lot. He's going to get a lot more tackles than most of your safeties. He's going to get a lot of sacks too, more sack opportunities as well. And then playing up like that, he does have the chance to pick off some of those underneath routes and um, crossers and things like that. Uh, playing that robber role a little bit like Minka does every now and then for the Pittsburgh Steelers coming down from his free safety position. Number two for defensive backs is Buda Baker from the Arizona Cardinals. Man, what a breakout player last year, and I think he really put himself on the map. And uh, in IDP leagues uh, that use or that you're picking a defensive back for, he's going to get a lot of tackles like Jamal Adams. He's going to play up near the line of scrimmage, but he can take any pick to the house and he is a ball magnet. Number three, Jeremy Chin from Carolina. I think that front seven is going to let a lot of people through to the back end, and Jeremy Chin's is going to feast. He's going to get a lot of tackles. He plays, I believe, that strong safety position for them. He comes up and plays tight ends. He can create turnovers. He is a brilliant defensive player, one of my favorite players to watch on any other team from 2020. Jeremy Chin is my third-ranked player. Jordan Poyer, uh, number four from the Buffalo Bills, is just a solid, strong safety. He's going to play so well in Buffalo. That system fits to his strengths so well, and he is number four on my list. And then number five, I'm sneaking in Derwin James because I love his upside. If you're playing IDP, you're not really – expecting uh, your defensive player to carry your team every week. So it is worth it to take a flyer on a guy like Derwin James, who can be a game changer when he's healthy. He looks to be so right now. I like his chances of being a top-level defender again in IDP leagues. All right, so the second half of the show, definitely going to be a little bit shorter than the first half. Um, not as much to talk about with individual defensive players. I do want to mention a couple things that I thought were interesting as far as Steelers players go for uh, these for these rankings. Um, former Steeler Bud Dupree from the defensive line uh, grouping is ranked as I believe the yes the number twelve defensive lineman or edge rusher for IDP right now, and uh, his running mate Harold Landry the third in Tennessee is right behind him at thirteen. Bud Dupree could shoot up this list um, if he ends up having a really good season. I like him better than Zadarius Smith and even Demarcus Lawrence um, from Dallas. Uh, Lawrence is a great player. He's going to be really good, don't get me wrong. But Dupree, if he plays like he did his final two years in Pittsburgh as the uh, number one guy over there in Tennessee, I think he can be a top-level producer. So uh, look at Bud Dupree wishing him all the best over in Tennessee except for uh, when we play him in 2021 and the Tennessee Titans. So uh, moving on to Devin Bush, uh, he's going to be a good streamer start I think at IDP uh, for off-ball linebackers and his skill set is more of a coverage linebacker I think is what it had been but I think he's going to play up a little bit more now that Joe Showbert's there. He's going to Read on running backs, he's going to get more tackles. I wouldn't be surprised if you're looking at him being a top five, top ten player right now. He is currently ranked at number 16, according to ESPN, for IDP linebackers. Uh, but maybe uh, keep him in mind, he'll shoot up rankings a little bit at the end of this year, I believe. Devin Bush is a great streamer start. He has some ability to intercept balls as well and create turnovers. And then I uh, just wanted to make a note. I was super surprised I don't have him in my top five. Uh, because some of the strong safeties really take the cake when it comes to individual individual defensive players um, for defensive backs. But Minka Fitzpatrick is ranked 34th in IDP for defensive backs, and I think that is crazy. I just wouldn't have expected that. Um, that's according to ESPN, so it may be different in, on other sites. I haven't looked uh, at some other sites, but um, uh, you know his ability to create turnovers – but the problem for Minka, and I, I wouldn't have thought of this before really delving into this, is that he gets avoided on the back end so much because he's such a ball magnet and a ball hawk. So he's not, and he doesn't get as many tackles as your um, other sa- strong safeties will. Terrell Edmonds probably will get more tackles than Minka Fitzpatrick. At least that's what you hope. Minka Fitzpatrick hopefully has more turnovers, more pick sixes, more house calls. That's what we're looking for out of Minka. So every now and then, he's going to be a a great start, but it's going to be hard to count on him because you're hoping for that pick or that fumble recovery and a touchdown for point totals from Minka Fitzpatrick. All right, that is my observations and our deep dive into defenses. I think we got pretty defensive today here on this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to this Friday seeing the Steelers play the Panthers in Charlotte. Man, I wish I could go to that game. I'm only two and a half hours away from it, but some things going on this weekend, moving to a new house and such like. So uh, not able to go to that, but I will be tuning in as much as I can to see some of our players play. I hope you can do that too. As always, thank you so much for joining me today for the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. Looking forward to talking with you again next week. Look for this podcast every Wednesday coming out at noon uh, for your lunch break or whatever. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, God bless and have a fantastic Wednesday. See you next time.